So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. I'm your host, Aaron LeBauer, and today we're going to talk about how money may not be everything. Money doesn't uh, make you happy, but it certainly does solve some problems. But I'm going to share with you some big lessons I learned last weekend skiing in Utah. So if you're watching this on uh, Facebook, please click the like. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, hit the like, uh, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell after you subscribe. And um, please uh, comment below with any insights you have, um, any questions, please share this with your friends. Um, and as always, if any of this stuff has helped you, I greatly appreciate a five-star rating review on iTunes. Um, okay, so there's a couple things. There's a couple lessons. So I sent an email out this week and it said, every subject line, everything is earned. And um, the title of the, the topic of the email, it's all about really how money doesn't buy you happiness but money solves problems and allows you to um give have great experiences and i want to share with you some of these lessons but here's the thing i got an email from this guy terry and terry said um aaron change your approach this email is a huge turnoff for me please don't respond well guess what thank you terry because what you did was let me know that this email hit a nerve you let me know that this email was the right email to send um, because I also sent an email out and I made $400 from the email, right? How many of you listening can send one email and make, you know, $400 or $1,000? I mean, I sent one email and made $25,000 with it. Um, but this one I sent out, we're not close to the deadline for PT BizCon. And uh, I still sold a general admission ticket. I think that's, you know, it's two ninety seven. dollars um, I think, I'm, I don't know if I sold a second one or not, but uh, so maybe it's 300 bucks from this email, but I get, made 300 bucks and I got some, I got a troll, which is good. And so any of you um, online uh, content creators, digital creators, um, online coaches, people out there putting stuff online, just know when someone trolls you, when they tell you your shit stinks, just know that this means um, things are going in the right direction, that you said something right. It's easier for people. I mean, I also got three messages from people saying, hey, thank you so much. This means a lot. You know, um, let me just let me just go back in here and look. You know, I'll tell you. Um, Caitlin sent me, said, hey, uh, thank you so much. Have a great day. <laughs> so thanks, Caitlin. I appreciate you so much. You know, um, Caitlin's been responding to a few of my uh, emails um, lately. Um, but, you know, Terry decided to tell me, like, that my shit stinks. Terry, thank you very much. Because I know there's a bunch of other people who think the same thing. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm not, and really, I'm going to almost going to read this email, but I'm going to tell you the story and, and go through this because this is great. Like, you know, but uh, what I want you guys to know is that when I started this back in, I don't know, was it 2012 ish? I put up my blog right away after I put my blog in 2011 or 2012. 
Um, I got a cease and desist letter, and I well, first I got an invitation to speak at the Florida um, Florida private uh, physical therapy private practice like group. I don't think it was part of the APT at that time. But I got an invitation to speak there at one of their events, and then the next week I got a cease and desist letter. So even though those things rocked my world, I was like, I know I'm on the right track. So just number one lesson is know you're on the right track if you're starting to get that. Okay. Um, let me just tell you guys that everything's earned. Okay. So last week, um, and I can't, don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but you know, it's middle of January right now when I'm recording it. Um, last week I was going out to Colorado to go skiing with my friends, a friend of mine from here at Greensboro, Will, and I know Will from growing up playing soccer, but also we reconnected lately, um, in the last, you know, 10 years since he's been in town riding bicycles. Found out from Will this this summer riding that he loves to ski. I was like, dude, we gotta go skiing. And my other best friend from uh, college and living in San Francisco, Eric, grew up in Colorado skiing. And Eric and I ski every every other year together. Um, and I was like, let's all get together and ski. Um, and so it was great. So I I wanted to share about it, you know, because I had some we had some great conversations over the weekend. As I've mentioned before, I never go anywhere without learning something because if you're if you're not growing, you're dying, and if you're not learning, you're losing. And in order not to lose, you have to learn and extract lessons from things. So guess what, Terry? I made approximately $14,000 over the weekend while I was out in Utah skiing, and you were bothered to write me an email about how my approach is a turnoff for you. So thank you very much. So listen, this is what happened. Um, Will and I were supposed to leave on Wednesday afternoon at 4.30. Well, that morning... I don't know, you may know the FAA shut down all the flights because of some computer glitch. And then our flight got moved back um, multiple times so that we were not going to make our connection in Dallas. Um, there was no way. So we could get on a plane to Dallas and then maybe we weren't going to be able to get out that night, Wednesday night. And so maybe get on a flight first thing Thursday morning, or we could take a chance and we got booked on a flight from Charlotte to Salt Lake City. Well, many of you may not know the geography around here. Greensboro is about an hour and 20 minutes from Charlotte. So we booked it down there going really fast and we're on the way. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't know, like the Charlotte airport, like the long-term parking is like a shuttle ride away and we were close. And so I'm looking up on, on uh, Google maps for parking. I'm like, I'm looking at parking. I'm like, God darn it. This is, we're going to miss this. Cause we have to take a shuttle and park long-term parking. And I, found that there's a valet. And I was like, oh, dude, we're doing valet. And without hesitation or question, Will and I were both like, we're doing the valet. I mean, guess what? The valet was $35 a day. We ended up paying, 100 and, I don't know, $175 um, to the valet when we got back. But the point is, the point is, is that money may not buy you happiness. Like, you can be miserable fuck and have tons of money. But money certainly solves problems. And the problem Will and I were solving was, We've already spent a lot of money on our hotel and our lift tickets. Like we didn't want to miss a day of skiing. I mean, I spent 200 bucks on the lift ticket for the next day, $1,000, $1,200 on a first class ticket and uh, 140,000 points on Marriott for my room, 140,000 for Will's room and 140,000 for Eric's room. Like I got a million Marriott points. So I got rooms for all three of us, you know, saved us all a little money, but that's what those points are for. Um, but they, they still cost. So what am I going to, you know, worry about $35 if, you know, I've already, you know, I'm going to lose, you know, $1,000 worth of skiing. Okay. So we just decided to do it. 
Okay, but I will be the first to agree that's a first world problem. Like trying to figure out like which ski boots to bring, which ski helmet, well, my ski helmet, my $250 ski helmet doesn't fit quite right. It doesn't have insulation in it. You know, but yes, it's got the NFC chip and it's got a, you know, bright high-vis orange thing so you can see me. You know, it's it's the latest. It's got the MIPS protection for rotation in your head so you don't, like, knock your head, knock your brain, you know, sideways like I did 20 years ago racing bikes um, in Iowa. Right? Those are first world problems. Okay, so we had an amazing time. We And I'm not going to bore you with the details. You can go watch my Instagram stories. But we skied at Snowbird one day. We, then we skied at Alta. And we had good, I mean, amazing snow compared to North Carolina. Decent snow compared to Utah. But then Saturday, Eric um, called ahead. We didn't think too far ahead, but he called and got us on the wait list for cat skiing. And what is cat skiing? Cat skiing is where you take one of the groomers that go up and down the mountains. And they put like a a cabin on the back and they put 12 people in there and it's like a tank. We're driving around in a tank. So we drove an hour away to some massive ranch and we go to this hut and we get in this tank. <laughs> we, well, first they, they give us uh, transponders and backpacks with shovels and probes and radios. And we get in this tank and we drive to the top of the hill and they stop and the guide, we have two guides for 11 people and they look around and go, Hmm, Snow looks good here. The snow doesn't look good there. Let's go this way. And they just drop us off. The tank drives away, and we ski down the hill in pristine powder. And it's amazing. And lift tickets these days cost anywhere from $150 to you know, $250. Um, this day of skiing was $900. So it was about four, times what it, four or five times what it cost to ski in a resort. But guess what? There were no lift lines. It was warm in the cabin. They brought us snacks. They gave us lunch. We had two guides. I didn't have to make decisions about which trail to go down. And every run was pristine powder unless someone went in front of me. <laughs> you know, and then it was like I could still get pristine powder as long as I turned with their turns. It was amazing. So that's what I did. And what I want for you is to be able to leave your business, your practice, you know, your coaching business for five days a week you know, three weeks or more, um, and go skiing. One of my coaching clients, Brandon Smith, um, Brandon's the guy that made 40K the first week we started working together. He's the guy that we've grown his uh, monthly recurring revenue over $20,000. He's also launched a free plus shipping book funnel. Like I helped him with that. And he's been in our Platinum Mastermind. This is his second year. And that was the project we decided to take on, which isn't an easy project. Um, but we did it. And he's crushing it with that. I mean, he's getting better uh, results from his free plus shipping book funnel than um, I got in the first three months. I mean, that's distilling down the lessons. But guess what? Brandon was in Whistler Blackcomb the same week I was in Utah skiing. You know, he was snowboarding with his wife, which is dope as fuck. Like, who gets it? What PTs get to go skiing and make money at the same time? I don't know how much money Brandon made while he was skiing, but I know it was thousands of dollars. You know, if you say that Brandon's making, I know that Brandon's making about 25 to 30K a month, and you divide that by four, I mean, he'd made it easily 7K while he was skiing. You know, I made about 14K while I was skiing. I didn't actually add up the, the revenue in that five-day period. I just averaged it out from what I made last year for that five days, right? So that's a system, and I want that for you. So one of the ways to to learn how to do that and figure that out is come join us at PT BizCon coming up this spring.
So if you're listening right now, go to ptbizcon.com, grab your ticket. Um, if you're listening to this later on and PT BizCon hadn't happened, the next best way is to join our Platinum Mastermind. You know, next uh, month, we're all getting together um, for a two-day event in Denver. I, I mean, I love skiing. You apparently know that. And the two days after we meet for a mastermind, there are about 12 of us out of 40 that are going skiing for two days because I decided to do it in Denver. I just say, hey, let's just do this. So um, it's all about having fun and having good times and using your business, leveraging your business um, to pay for some cool things. Like these trips can be write-offs. You know, because if you use them for your business, to grow your business, to promote yourself, to promote activity, physical activity, there's no reason it can't. can't be. Okay, so th those are the first couple things I want to share with you. I mean, I could end the podcast right now. And you should be able to take away some massive um, lessons. And you should join us at PT BizCon in March. Okay, so I'd love to know, even just from these first two things, I've mean, got more to share, but even from these first two things, I want to know what was most insightful for you, what was most helpful. Um, please, like, if you're watching in Facebook or YouTube, comment below and let me know. If you are um, listening to this later on on iTunes, take a screenshot of the podcast. And put it up on Instagram stories, tag me, and just put a little comment with your number one insight. Or let me know what you're going to do about it. I'd love to know. Um, okay, so here's the lessons I want to share. I mean, this is what I shared in this email, and this is what Terry was so triggered about. It was one, talking about cat skiing. I don't know exactly, he didn't say, but talking about cat skiing, talking about, you know, how, you know, we used extra money to solve a problem. And then here's the lessons. Like, I don't understand why this guy is triggered by this. But anyways, these are the lessons. Number one, I was the shortest Eric 6'4 and Will 6'5. And it's when you're tall, it's great to be around other tall people. The snow and number two, the snow in Utah is amazing. You know, it just is. I've skied a lot in Colorado and a lot in California. Um, I did have skied in Utah when I was younger, in my 20s, early 20s and teens, because my um, my dad and his brothers, uh, my, my uncles actually would go skiing out there a lot. And so we joined them a couple times. Okay, number three, 34 miles per hour is not really that fast on skis. So I tracked my, uh, my, my days on Strava and my, my max speed was 34 miles an hour. Now we were on powder skis the whole time and they're not really stable on groomers. Um, I've gone 40 something miles an hour on skis, um, but those were with more like carving all mountain skis. But Eric and Will still went faster than me and it just like, we were like at a little competition. It's not really that fast, it seems fast, but it's not that fast on skis. Will was telling us one of our friends uh, from growing up posted uh, 62 miles an hour top speed on Strava. And we were like, that's got to be in the car, right? <laughs> Which is crazy. But giant slalom skiers go, you know, 40 to 65. And the fastest person, we looked it up, fastest person ever on skis is 100 miles an hour. Crazy. But 34 miles an hour isn't really that fast. Okay, here's where um, it gets more deep. Like we had some great conversations. Number four thing, experiences are more important and more memorable than buying stuff and things. So this was something that we did that was an experience. Like I am never going to forget, like there's, I'm never going to get the day of cat skiing and you know, Will and Eric and I had some massive laughs because I fell. Well, I didn't fall because my skill was bad on <laughs> this. Well, there was, this was hard. It was really difficult. And there were a couple of times I, I stumbled because of that, but I had this one run. It was amazing. The guide went down and I was just like, I'm going. Cause everyone was hesitating. I'm like, 
take action. Let's go. I got some killer turns. I'm just flying down this hill like faster than really like I would. I was a little out of control. I was like, holy cow. But just some killer turns. And I hit a bump and I was like, ooh, all right, there it is. And then all of a sudden, bam. It's like I went head, like my head right in the snow. Like I didn't know what happened, but I came completely out of my skis. And I'm like, I'm like every vertebra in my cervical spine cavitated. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like upside down in the powder and like 10 feet of powder. And I, I clamber back up and I'm looking at my skis and they were like five or six feet behind me. And the next thing I know, these two snowboarders come left, come to the left of me like flip, flip. And I look and they both hit the same thing I did, but they caught air and I didn't. Well, they were on snowboard, so they were a little higher up in the snow and they caught air and I looked back and it was like, they went like eight feet and each landed. And what had happened was, I think we had skied across what is a creek in the summer but we couldn't really see it. The light was really flat and like my skis just buried into the opposite side and the snowboarders like caught air and everyone else is like, all right, we're going right. <laughs> but it was just so sudden and, and, and amazing. I'm never going to forget. I'm never going to get this trip with my college best friend and a guy who, you know, is a really good friend of mine now, but we were like acquaintances and, you know, carpooled a little bit growing up, but he was a much better soccer player than me. So, you know, like we didn't like play on the same teams you know, but we knew each other. And now like we've had some amazing experiences and we're really close. And so uh, what I want you to understand is that as you make more money, buying shit, buying that Rolex or, you know, the brand new car, I mean, those don't mean that much. But taking your kids to Disney, going on a guy's trip, skiing or hiking or going uh, for a spa weekend or to the beach with some friends and doing some cool stuff, that's more important. That's what life is all about. Experiences, creating experiences for yourself and your family. And if you have a job that keeps you from taking the time off to be able to do that, like, you know, you need to change. And, you know, here's the thing is like, Eric is a school teacher. He's a high school teacher. He didn't make the money that I make or that Will makes. And he knows that, but he took his two sick, his two like days off to come skiing with us because he knew and knows that that's more, more important than the stuff, than the things. He just knows, and we had an amazing time. I'm never forgetting it yet, and those guys aren't going to forget this either. All right, number five, we're not defined by our past unless we choose to stay stuck there. Look, this came up for me a lot on this trip because here I am, like, like Eric, Eric and I go way back. We've been best friends for a long time. We lived together for nine years, but Will, I mean, Will is, you know, somebody that I know from like middle school and high school. He lived down the street from me, drove me to, he was a year older than me, drove me to school one year. I barely remember that, though I do remember riding in his car, right? But there's a lot of stuff, like Will and I had a lot of talks about like our past and what we've done and, you know, things that he, you know, he's like, he's fucked up and, you know, like, I've like, you know, thinking about like, you know, we're on the soccer team. Like, I don't remember half the things he did. Well, because he was, I was only on varsity for one year, two years, one year with him. And he was on it for four years. He was one of the best player, best player on the team. You know, and it's like, do do we define ourselves by who we were when we were kids? You know, we do let that uh, keep that that playbook keep running, that story keep running our lives, or do we um, choose to move forward and define ourselves by who we are now and in the future? And I learned so much from uh, talking to Will about some of these things. He even asked me, he's like, are you are you still upset about soccer? You know, I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, I'm more upset about my cycling team that, you know, screwed me over. I was like, I know in high school, like 
I wasn't that coordinated and coordination isn't my strong, strong point. It's endurance, you know, but Hey, you know, you're not defined by your past unless you choose to stay stuck there. That's the big lesson. Okay. I should probably do a whole podcast on that one. Number six, if you're not falling or failing, you're not pushing the limits and you're restricting your growth. So if you're playing it safe, you're not going to grow. You know, look, I, I fell like three times that day skiing powder. One time was just because the powder is wonky and like I slowed down and stopped and fell backwards and it's so hard to get up, you know, one time, like I almost fell going really fast, but I didn't. And then I, I told you about the time I fell. I mean, but look, I'm not bothered by it. It's funny. We laughed about it because you can't be a bad skier and ski, you know, back country. You have to be an expert skier. I'm like, well, I'm an expert skier and it's really fucking hard and I'm not the best. And so, you know, you're not, if you're not falling or failing in business, you're not pushing your limits. And we all know that if you're, if you're not winning, you're not losing as long as you're extracting the lessons. You should understand that failure is a thing that um, helps people become great. It helps you grow. So don't be afraid of putting things out into the world that aren't perfect. Remember, 80% is good enough. Number seven, everyone has the potential to do big things. Everyone has the potential. Like we talked, Will and I talked about this too. It's like, I mean, he's talking about doing some big, uh, machine learning AI company and how like it's going to be a hundred billion dollar industry soon. And he wants to get on it, you know, and at the same time, he's like, I'm in it because I know it and I want to make money, you know, but where's my passion? My passion is helping people. And I was just like chatting with him on the, on the plane, just like coaching him into like, dude, like you gotta go be a coach for men. You know, the guy's a really good leader. He's been a leader for a long time, but you know, I'm not, this isn't a podcast about him, but this is just like, he's got a lot of lessons to share with other people. You know, he's, he's grown a ton. I mean, one of the reasons that, and I told him, I said, you know, it's interesting The people who've never left Greensboro are very different. Like the only people I really hang out with are people who left Greensboro and came back. Like did I know from growing up, you know, Will lived in Boulder, Atlanta. He lived, um, I think he was in Tucson for a while. He lived out of, out of the state. And I learned some amazing stuff and everyone, and one of the things we talk about is everyone has the potential to do big things. You just have to be around others who can help you see that possibility for yourself, right? You have to be around other people. And that's one of the reasons I belong to other masterminds. That's one of the reasons I work with, I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars um, going and spending uh, time with Bedros. You know, he's an eight figure earner. I mean, he's got a business he's gonna sell for eight or nine figures at someday. You know, like you have the potential to do big things. You just gotta be around people who are doing it to normalize that feeling and that ability to say, Hey, Aaron can run a $5 million business or a $10 million business. Number eight, everything is earned. Everything is earned. Your success is earned. You have to get it by working hard. Doesn't mean you have to work tons of time, like 150 hours a week forever. You need to work smart, but it needs to be earned. You're not going to be able to go skiing, in Utah and make tens of thousands of dollars while you're skiing um, without putting in the work and earning it. Everything's earned. I can't do it for you. I can show you, I can set the table for you. I can put food in front of you, but you gotta eat. I can lead you to water, but you have to drink. Everything's earned. And sometimes drinking and eating means you gotta cut that food. You Maybe sometimes I can show you how to cook the meal, but you gotta do the work to cook and clean, right? Everything is earned. So the. The last big lesson that I want to share 
is in every experience, course, mistake, success, investment, personal interaction, there's a lesson to be learned that can make you a better and more successful person. It's up to you to choose to find the lesson, find the value, find the nugget or wisdom, and then apply it to your life, your outlook, and future wealth and prosperity. You are the author of your own story. And if you're a PT business owner, that's exactly why you need to attend PT BizCon in March. It's going to be unlike any other conference, our industry, or industry event you've ever attended before or will attend in the future. I guarantee you, I've been to all of them. I've been to the APTA, I've been to CSM, PPS, I've been to WebPT's event, I've been, I've spoken at WebPT's event, I've spoken at clinicians' event, I've been to Florida private practice section to speak, you know, I've been to the North Carolina ones to speak and to attend. Um, this is very, very different. You know, Greg and I put on Smart Success PT Live, and then he put he put up uh, Smart Success Healthcare, and I've been there, I've attended, we've put it on together. Like I know, like you're gonna what you're gonna get. I just hope that you realize that it's where you need to be if you want to be a physical therapist that earns money, helps people, and and can provide amazing experiences for yourself and your family. So if you want to get a ticket to PT BizCon. You go to ptbizcon.com. Right now, there's a special, and price is going up soon. And at the moment, you know, I don't know when you're listening to this, but at the moment, you can uh, buy one ticket and give one to a friend, colleague, spouse, partner, etc. So it's kind of like a two for one. It's really like you get one and you give one, because you know we're going to have 300 people there. We've already locked in some amazing sponsors, and whether you come or not, I'm still going to eat, uh, you know, ribeye. T-bone steak and go skiing in Utah. <laughs> I'm still going to go to Israel. I'm still going to go, you know, do all the cool things that you might may or may not know that I do with my kids. I'm taking my kids skiing twice this winter. I mean, skiing is not an inexpensive sport. I'm going out to California for a private event, um, you know, to private coaching event. I'm going out. I've got a, ma- a $20,000 mastermind I'm attending this year. I've got another mastermind um, that's $34,000 a year. You know, I'm going to still do all those cool things whether you come or not, but if you come, I'm going to teach you and you are going to learn exactly what you need to do to be able to do that stuff too. So head over right now, ptbizcon.com, ptbizcon.com. There's going to be a link below this video. If you can't find it, just DM me the word ptbizcon and I'll send you the details. Now look, now that wasn't so bad, was it? Terry's totally triggered. Um, you know, it's a turn off for him. If this is a turn off for you, just go, just plan on going to CSM and PPS or not, you know? Um, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I don't understand how that's a turn off for people. It's a lesson, but I can understand that if you're not the right person, I don't need you in my coaching programs. So I only want cool people, passionate people, people who are ready to learn and grow in our coaching programs. And if that's not you, dude, that's totally cool. Just take it somewhere else. You can let me know and I'll reshare it on Instagram and extract the lesson, or you can just be quiet and keep it to yourself, you know, um, but it makes for good content. So thank you very much, Terry. I appreciate you and appreciate everyone else listening. Um, this is Aaron LeBauer and the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. I'll see you on the next episode and I'll see you in person in Charlotte very soon. Peace out. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways I can help you grow your physical therapy business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book. 
It's the roadmap to launch, grow, and scale your physical therapy business. Just go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's cashptblueprintbook.com. Just cover shipping and we'll send it out to you ASAP. Number two, join our Cash PT Blueprint case study program. We're putting together a new coaching case study program this month. And if you'd like to work with me to launch a six-figure cash practice in just 90 days, send me a message over on Instagram. Find me at Aaron LeBauer on Instagram and send me a message with just the words blueprint. And we'll get back to you with all the details. Or number three, if you're an established PT business owner and you want to work directly with me and my team to take your business to multiple six and seven figures, just send me a message over on Instagram with the word private. And I'll get back to you with the details about that program too. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you next week on the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast.